All right, here we are, guys, back at it. And this is our uh, special Watchmen episode we've got going with Ian here. And Jared's in on this one. But before we get into that, uh, get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits this weekend, especially if you're traveling through town, you're coming down here, you know, for Thanksgiving, whatever. Maybe you live in Nashville. Riverside is a great spot to get uh, all the beers that are in town. Like, you know, so you don't have to run around hitting every single brewery. You can kind of swing through Riverside, get some gifts, take them back up to Nashville, Knoxville, wherever you're from. And, uh, yeah, every Friday and Saturday, they've got a wine promo going on Saturday, 4 to 6. Growler promo with beer going on 4 to 6 on Friday. And then I think they're doing whiskey tasting this week. And they kind of been doing kind of a wild card every Thursday. So get down there same time, same place on Thursdays. And, uh, yeah, try some rum, whiskey, whatever they got going in particular on Thursdays. So, yeah, go check that out. That's Riverside Wine Spirits on Manufacturers Road. Go check us out on Hopped Up Network along with tons of other great beer podcasts. And then uh, at BrewChat.com and on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And then go check out the Barley Mob. You know, Main 24 is coming up. The Barley Mob. We had those uh, those guys on our last episode telling us all about this event. But at 1 o'clock at the Wheelhouse down on uh, Main Street. It's right there across from, I think it's a uh, Kangaroo. It's kind of down. Uh, it's not too far down Main Street. We walked to it last year. But they're going to have tons of great bands down there. The uh, Puff Puff Pass Bus or whatever it's called. They're going to be there. Bond Sloth's going to be there. It's going to be a good time. Tons of great beer. Go check it out. It's 1 o'clock wheelhouse uh, down on Main Street. And that's on, uh, I think, December 7th or 8th is when Main 24 is going on. Yeah, I think it's the 8th. No. 8th? Yeah, I think it's the It's, a, it's a Saturday the 7th, I think. Okay, yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, get down there, check that out. And, uh, yeah, again, this is episode 215B. You know, like I said last time, 215 is going to kind of be our... Uh, branch off episodes for the Watchmen series on HBO so here we are we're going to be talking about episode 4 we're here with Ian Sharp like we were last time I'm going to hit the uh, boot up sequence here and pour some beers and we'll get into it Fade out, and uh, here right before we get into talking about Watchmen, I want to talk about this beer for a second. This is uh, Jared and I were up up there for this. This was like over a year ago, I feel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was a while ago, but uh, we went up to Monkey Town a while ago with the Barley Mob, and they had. See, I wish it had. uh, Ian, can you grab me the this bottle that's in there? It's got the details I need on it. It's a far left on the top row. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to give people credit here. But uh, yeah, Chattanooga Whiskey donated a barrel. Monkey Town provided the brewing services. And then uh, Cargill Hops provided the, uh, or grain. Is that hops or grain? I don't know. Cargill. Cargill. Yeah. Either way, they provided ingredients. And uh, yeah, they brewed a crazy barrel-aged stout, and it's been sitting for like a year, and it's been aging in this Chattanooga whiskey barrel. And so we've got one. This one's from the Barley Mob, but I'm saving this one. And then this one is from Matt, Dynamic Ales. And uh, Brian Bender gave me this, and I told him I'd talk about it on the show. So, yeah, yeah we're going to talk about it real quick. Yeah, right on. Cargill is the provider of food, agriculture, financial, and industrial products. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's malt. I think so. I forget. It's hard to remember all these things. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's this. I mean, anything Matt does, he's doing the sour shit down at Hutton and Smith. Ooh. Yeah, it's that guy. He's been he's been doing shit for a while, and uh, I really need to get him on the show. But yeah, he used to work at a new. I can't remember if it was Channel Nine or what it was, but he used to work at a new station. Was just home brewing, and now this is like, is what he does. So good. Yeah. Chattanooga whiskey, full aged or barrel aged, full eclipse, 12.5%. That's so smooth. Yeah. As the weather gets colder, I tend to be more of a stout guy. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. This is great. Especially because it temperature just plummeted recently. Right. Yeah, it's mm. it's been hard to hard to smoke me cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It's every time I've successfully quit, which it sounds silly to say, <laughs> every time I've <laughs> successfully quit, but every time I do, it's usually for like at least a few months, but sometimes a few years at a time I'll quit smoking. It's always easiest to quit when the weather sucks mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, I don't want to go outside anymore. I'll just stay in. Right. Yeah. Too much wind, too much cold. That's Ian's quitting smoking advice for you is if you want to quit smoking, do it when it's cold out because you're going to be like, oh. Works every time you quit. Get rid of all your jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell people around here to dress in layers because they just don't understand still. No. I'm waiting for the snow. We had some flurries a little bit. I saw like two or three flurries yesterday. Yeah, it snowed uh, off and on all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Knoxville got it pretty heavy from what yeah. I saw on the internet. Yeah, I hope they can rebuild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Run on bread and milk. No, oh, this super don't... sweet, cocoa-y. Yeah. Yeah, really dark chocolate. Yeah, I'm trying to. There's there's a kind of aftertaste I'm trying to put my my finger on what that is, and I can't quite place it. But maybe that's the whiskey barrel. It might be. Yeah, it does remind me. Yeah, I've had. I like I, I like high gravities a lot, and it reminds me mm-hmm. of a high gravity I had that was aged in a whiskey barrel. I think that's probably yeah. what it is. Well, this one's there. It's twelve point five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Aged in a whiskey barrel. Mm-hmm. Whoo, <laughs> that's good. That explains the sweetness. Every high gravity I've had has always been pretty sweet. Um, I think the strongest I ever had was like a 15%. It was mm-hmm. like, I think Avery Brewing did it. Like they they ran this whole run of like all their beers were named after the, the Arch, Archangels or Archangels, however you say it. Mm. And um, I got one. It was like $12 for one bottle, and it was 15%. And it tastes like I was yeah. drinking really good oatmeal. Yeah, <laughs> I drank that and two tall PBRs, and I was good. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that'll get you there. A lot of a lot of times, you got to add more sugars in order to get more alcohol. So that could be why you get like the sweetness and everything. There's going to be more of the more of the sugars digested in order to produce more alcohol. I will say also that Dynamic Ales logo. Uh, me being a big metalhead, that speaks to me. I would, oh, that, yeah. That's something that would jump out at me. Well, if he's I was, a metalhead as well. Nice, nice. He's a real cool dude. If I ever meet him, I'll give him a high five. Yeah. <laughs> he's the guy that looks, uh, if you ever see a guy at just running around working at Hutton and Smith and he looks like he's not slept in about four days, <laughs> and he's got a, like, not a shaved head, just like real short hair, though. Yeah. One of my, a guy I work with in my day job worked there for a little while. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of a guy that, named Shitty Ryan who works there. <laughs> I have heard of someone named There's, Shitty. They, Ryan. They, have two, Ryan. they have two Ryans. Uh, one of them is is just Ryan, and the other one is Shitty Ryan. Um, <laughs> Shitty Ryan, uh, shout out Ryan. He's he's a, he's a good guy. He still goes to Hutton and Smith all the time. He just doesn't work yeah. there anymore. But uh, uh, he's he's a good dude, despite the the, the moniker. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty Ryan. Does he know that people call him Shitty Ryan? Yes, yes, he does. How does he feel about being the Shitty Ryan as opposed to just the regular Ryan? That may be why he quit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, let's talk about Watchmen. Which, just to preface this, Jared's coming cold on this. I am. Well, we watched episode four. Yeah, we watched episode four. We clued him in. He's going to go back and watch the first three episodes. But if there's a little bit of rehashing. We're catching him up a bit as well, but it's also interesting to see your take on things. Yeah. Like four episodes in. Yeah, I really enjoyed the book. I read the book right before the movie came out, and I enjoyed the movie because I was able to watch it and see scenes that I had just read from yeah, the comic Yeah, it was a book. great companion piece to the Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and then when they, when they released the, um, the Black Freighter or whatever it's called. Right, the, right. Uh, that, I thought that was really cool too. Um, and I was... I'm. I really enjoyed this show. I think it's doing a pretty good job so far. And it's I've dense only as shit, though. There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah as you, you saw, it, it's it's kind of like uh, we were before we started recording, talking about it, and like hearing you piece it together. I'm like, oh, you're in for a treat, because it's one of those shows that I have to watch like multiple times. I can't just do one viewing of it. And like, mm-hmm. I'm also like a YouTube hound, so like it, all week long, I'm watching new stuff that's coming out, and like 
collecting all these different theories, picking what I like and what I don't like out. But it's like it's the first true, really good water cooler show we've had in a while. Because I don't think even Game of Thrones was good, but it wasn't a water cooler show in that sense. Yeah, that you were. It kept. It had one big mystery, and that was the whole who's who's Jon Snow's mom. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was just a week to week. You're seeing what's happening, and you kind of like, oh, I wonder how it's going to end. But there mm-hmm. wasn't a big mystery. And this, there's like mysteries folded on top of mysteries, weaving in and out of other mysteries. Uh, questions get answered that raise four new questions. And it's just, uh, it's a big mess, and I love it. It's my favorite kind of show. <laughs> no, it reminds me a lot of Lost. Yes, yes. Like how I would get together with Lost and be like, dude, what the fuck's happening? Well, yeah, Lost was yeah. the last good water cooler yeah. show because it yeah. was one that, like, you know, I, I didn't, I don't, you know, I'm not a sports guy, so I couldn't talk sports with my coworkers in my mm-hmm. day job, mm-hmm. but we could talk Lost. And so yeah. like, we would always uh, pick some time out of the day to meet up and be like, all right, so what do you think's happening? Yeah. I'd have been so pissed if I watched Lost as it was airing, dude. That was a, that's, that's that what, was a fun journey, and I don't regret it one yeah, bit. Yeah, that to me, that's how you're supposed to watch yeah. it. Because everyone I know who's watched it as a binge didn't like it, but everyone yeah. I know who watched it week to week goes, "That show's great." Exact the same. Ending, the ending was kind of a letdown, but it was the journey, yeah. not the destination. Yeah, the journey. There's mm. not been a show since then, and Watchmen hits it closer to home than any other show's done since then. But it still doesn't quite get there. Is Lost? it provided this weird thing where I would have like, it would lead into these deep discussions with complete strangers at a bar because it was about high end quantum theory, time travel, uh, like heaven and hell and monsters and aliens and all this. And it would lead into these really good conversations at bars about crazy theories. And there's not been a show since then that's done that. This could definitely fill that void then. You're right. I mean, yeah. even just saying the the conversations it sparks, like even after the show real quick, like we went over some things and like you were saying, it seems like yeah, there's no more religion, really. Everything right. based on the speech that the guy gave his kids. Like right. you were saying, like, yeah, um, he's not in heaven. He's not in hell. Those places are fake. They're made up. Like... It's just mm-hmm. it's just how the show is, and that's definitely going to spark yeah, conversation and yeah. people watching it. Any other show when the cute girls are arguing for heaven and the the rebellious son is saying no, and the father comes over to comfort, he's gonna. In any other show, is you be like, no, he's in heaven, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And this one, he's like, no, sweetie, and he was super nice about it. He was super like, and it, what's crazy is it showed like. Within a second, like, who wants waffles? And they go, me. So it shows yeah. how quickly they got yeah. over it. It wasn't something that traumatized them. It was right. just a it was just a matter-of-fact sort of discussion. Well, and how he sits down to go into it, you think it's going to be that classic, like, oh, well, honey, you know, of course he went to heaven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's not. It's just like, nah, there was no, nowhere. He was nowhere. He was nowhere, and then he yeah. was a baby, and then he was a kid, and then he was an adult, and mm-hmm. now he's gone. So he's yeah. nowhere again. So while we're talking about Cal, uh, one of the more interesting theories that I came across, if we want to go ahead and jump there, if we're trying to go Let's go for it. um, This is one I didn't bring up to you guys on purpose because I wanted to throw it at you here while we're recording. Um, There's a really interesting theory that I did. The first time I heard it, I I dismissed it. And then I heard the case for it. And I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. There's a running theory on the Internet right now that Cal, that uh, Angela's husband, Mm -hmm. is, um, is Dr. Manhattan. Mm. Right? It's it sounds like no. It, What's the evidence mm. for that? So okay, so the first thing you've got is is in the first episode, uh, Will talks about, or it's the second episode. Will talks about how maybe Doctor Manhattan can look like people, you know? Which yeah, there's been a ton of uh, like lead up to that. Yeah, right. Um, but every time we've seen Cal, he's been just the most calm, collected, super mm. understanding, very measured. Very, uh, very, but you, you also got the fact that like a he was very matter of fact about the atheism thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't like try to dance around it at all. Um, there is when you know she's trying to pick a fight with him in this episode. He's very like you know calm and understanding. Yeah. He's not he's not. You don't see a lot of emotion out of him yeah. other than just kind of going with the flow. Uh, but the other thing that someone pointed out is uh, when they flash back, and I think it was in the second episode, uh, to the White Knight, yeah. and they're slow dancing by the Christmas tree, he stops and looks at the clock right before it happens as if he knows it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's a far-fetched theory. I'm not, I'm not, this is not something that I'm like banking on that I think yeah, is true. Yeah. It's just an interesting like, thing that people have observed, and I thought that was a, a cool thing to bring up. Hey, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that or read anything about that, but a crazy, my rogue theory like that 
is has to do with Lady True in that she is somehow the infant from which again she may be too young but she's the infant that uh that the comedian shot yeah. in the stomach I've, in that bar from the comic. I've heard that too, and I've heard that either uh, her daughter is either a clone of herself yep. or a clone of her mother, which explains the big glasses. Well, and, uh, and also the nightmares at the end with right. the burning feet. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. so, and then you notice like she had a an IV with some true branded stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't, we don't know what it was. Um, but true like, juice. But when, um, when she talks about having the nightmare, Lady True's response is good, as if like this is an experiment, right, it's and supposed you, to yeah. happen. And you're and you're 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 that's what we want to see happen. Um, and I wonder if that's related to the pills, because because uh, uh, when Will talks about his pills, he says they help me keep my memory straight. Mm. Yeah, but also I think something about the pills that I think both y'all glossed over that sticks out to me is Lady. There at the end when uh, she's having that conversation, Lady True and Will are having the conversation. She says something about the pills being more than just uh, a passive aggressive. Or she was like, "Yeah, these pills—they're just a passive aggressive attempt at exposition, right?" Or something like that, which leads me to believe that the pills are nothing. They're just basically sugar pills, and he left them behind as sort of a plant, similar to him not actually needing a wheelchair to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. come look for me." And she's yeah. like, "You could just go find her. Yeah. Like you're—you don't need that." But. He wants so, but that that also goes back to my Cal, uh, or not my my theory, but the theory that Cal is Doctor Manhattan. Whatever they're planning, which you know that's the end of the episode. We're jumping way ahead here, but uh, whatever it is they're planning, he brings up her fa- her whole family mm-hmm. as if something's going to happen to her mm-hmm. family, and maybe Cal is Doctor Manhattan and doesn't know it, and maybe mm-hmm. what he's going to do is pull the pull the, the the lid off of that and then like that's going to ca- cause a bunch of stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a that's just an interesting idea. Hmm. Hmm. Based on what I've seen and what I've heard and I've missed the first 3 episodes so far of course, but I like this Callus Dr. Manhattan theory it's, because I I was saying Lady True's definitely got some sort of connection to Dr. Manhattan. And you guys were saying also she may have Ozymandias trapped somewhere. Oh, she for sure has Ozymandias trapped. It's like, you know, this whole time we've been wondering, where is Ozymandias? And he was just hanging out somewhere in the middle of nowhere in a mansion with a bunch of clones. Right. And and, and one thing... He's the one that killed all those clones in the mansion. Yes, yes. Yes, we've just seen him kind of dicking around and hanging out with these clones and eating his celebration day cake. Or his anniversary cake, and another thing that you may not know, uh, or you probably don't know, that we uh, that that they did also show that kind of clued us in early on that it probably wasn't Earth. Is he rides by a tree and picks a tomato off of a tree yeah. and takes a big bite out of it, and uh, that's we we obviously know tomatoes don't grow okay. on trees. So well, now this is also taking place thirty something years after this like Cthulhu right. alien comes to Earth. So right. I mean, we you never know Ozymandias did like. He had hybrid animals. And yeah. Shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, thing. that's okay. But it's just it's just little little nudges they're throwing out there that, that, that help uh, theories get crafted and formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the, the theory up until this episode has been that uh, Dr. Manhattan has him trapped somewhere, probably on Mars, because that's where we think Dr. Manhattan is right now. Um, but I think this episode has really, really changed that, and it's made me definitely think that it's not Mars, it's the moon. Mostly just from that sh- that cutaway, that one cutaway. I think yeah. That was the hey, this is where he's at. Yeah. Um, but then also um, the fact that like okay, so he's he's obviously in some kind of environment that's like maintained in an outer space kind of thing. And who who do we know that can maintain strange environments? Well, we saw that in this episode from Lady True, mm-hmm. who she you know she has her uh, is it, is terrarium. Is that what the term yeah. was used? Um, vivarium. Vivarium. Yeah. Vivarium. yeah, yeah. So uh, which was what. You know, Ozymandias had on in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that it's just Antarctica, but uh, I don't know. I, I think that's that's a little a little uh, simple. But I think that uh, um, she, we we've seen that we know that she can clone people, and and does a lot with genetic engineering, which explains the weird you know lake yeah. babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it just all signs are pointing to true right now. Well, and Ozymandias seems to he seems to know where he's at. Yes, oh, yes. He's no right. slouch. I think he yeah. I think he agreed to go there. Yeah. Yeah. And then now he regrets it. Yeah. And then uh and you think that's who crashes down. 
I think that's a good a good um, sign. Because that was a good that was a pretty neat little Superman parallel right there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, the whole the whole show has had a lot yeah. of those, but this yeah. is like I mean, so like if we want to go back to the first episode, you've got the the parents tucking their kid away and sending him off as as the area around them is being yeah. destroyed, and that's a Superman analogy. Then you've got in this one, you've got the Clarks. That's the name of the family. They live mm-hmm. on a farm, <laughs> and then a thing comes crashing down. Um, presumably from outer space. So that's a big Superman thing. Um, so I think, I think there's a lot, I think we're going to see more Superman things going for us. Mm. That's, that's kind of, you know, obviously listeners the on there, can't yeah. tell I'm wearing a Superman shirt right now, kind of un- intentionally. I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch, watch Watchmen. I don't have a Watchmen shirt, but I got a <laughs> Superman shirt. So, um, uh, but, uh, comics? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and I think that, uh, um, I think lady true is sort of like, the, I think this is kind of a, a, um, not a full on retelling of the comic, but I think there's going to be a lot of mirrors. And I think lady true is the Ozymandias of this. I think oh, for sure. She's the it's, one with the big like plan. That. That's yeah. going to get a lot of people killed in yeah. order to make the world better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my reason for thinking that is because of some research that I did on where her name comes from. Lady true is the name of a, um, a, a Vietnamese folklore, um, figure who was a lady who rode a great elephant. And she was sort of like, you know how like Ozymandias looked up to Alexander the Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is sort of her mirror, mirroring that. Just like Alexander the Great was famous for riding elephants, Lady True also rode elephants. And you, I don't know if you've noticed, but the True mm. logo looks like kind of like a yeah. technological elephant face. All of her tea set had elephants all over it. There's elephants all over her her belongings That's and true. stuff. So, ah. oh, I do my research. I like, I like this show a lot. <laughs> That's huh. really neat. Well, I mean, plus she's got the gold statue of of him there. Right. So, I mean, well, and my thinking is, I really like the theory that she is the baby that of, he shot. Uh, that he shot that. Yes. Baby. The, yeah. And because that would give her motive, and especially if she knew that she was saved by Doctor Manhattan in that instance, like he mm. saved that baby. Right. Then that would give her a reason and possibly a relationship with Doctor Manhattan. And bing bang boom. I uh, I have heard that theory, and I don't I don't immediately discount it. My only issue is that it seems it's I, the age thing well, doesn't the, quite line up. The age thing, and I get a little put off when everything's too closely connected. Yeah, like um, where everyone is related to everybody. You know, you find out in the end, oh, we're all family, and it's like ah, you know, that seems a little lazy writing. And I don't, I feel like this show isn't going to go that route. But if they do go that route, I feel like they'll make it work. So far, based on what I've yeah. seen, because. I was real if I'm real iffy about anything with the Watchmen name on it, and uh, this show. I was iffy about the first episode, the very first time I watched it. I was like, "Eh, I don't know about this." And then I watched a little bit of YouTube stuff, and I was like, "Okay, I'll give it another watch." And I did, and I've just been, you know, excuse my language, balls deep ever since. Because yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in. I'm I'm all in. I'm invested. Yeah. Yeah, I'm invested, and I started in the middle of it. I thought that was great. What? It was it was weird enough to be like what it's weird as shit. On? But I knew enough already about the source material that I was still like following. I was like, oh, okay, that's the daughter of yeah. Silk Spectre and, and like you know all when, that stuff. That tying into what I was about to say, getting back to my true theory for just a second is uh, well, it's not my true theory, but it does have an overarching theme about family. Which legacy is nice. the word yeah. they use over and over yeah. and over again? Legacy and, yeah. and eggs are all over this episode. So yeah, yeah, everything from literal eggs to uh, to weird lake babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, that lake baby scene. When I watched that for the first time, I was like, "What the fuck?" He pulled the cage out, and I was like, "What's in there? that? Looks like babies. Oh my god, those are babies. Oh, he's throwing them back. Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> I actually wonder how they, they did like- that effect. If those, if that was digital or. What are those like, umbilical cords attached to? Um, were there umbilical cords? One, yeah. A couple of them had some, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, well, he threw one back that didn't have arms. Yeah. 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 So some, so some of them are definitely. Def- I mean, Clone obviously, like. I think a lot of them are defective. I think that's what the horseshoe was all about. Mm. But then the way he found the horseshoe in the mess and said, "I don't need this yet." Yeah. What do you yeah. think this horseshoe is about? I think that's going to come back. I think we're going to have a purpose for that horseshoe. I mean, it's definitely going to come back. But what the fuck could that horseshoe be about? I don't think there's any way. I mean, we can we can speculate all we want, but yeah. they haven't really given us much on that. At first, it just seemed like dumb clones yeah, being dumb. Seemed, yeah. And now it's like. Maybe this is set up. Maybe it's like he's like, okay, at this point, I'm going to need this, and then 
and then they're just messing it up and giving it to him at the wrong time every time. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's one of those weird things where it's like I, I feel like you know. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get everything answered in in to a degree, but I think that we will have finality to it because Damon Lindelof has said that he thinks this is a one and done. He thinks if they do another season, someone else should take it and it should be I a different they story. Greenlit a second season. They may have. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't looked into that. Let me see here. Um, but he said that he doesn't want to do it. He thinks another person should come in and do their version. That could be a continuation, but a different set of characters, maybe set in a different city, that all ties into the same sort of thing. Which, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's that. That, that was all I was going to say was that it's it's this is a a contained. He in the official uh, podcast that they do, they're doing one episode every three er, every three episodes of the show. He said that this is these nine episodes are contained and it's going to be a singular story, and like a not, maxi series, right? Right, like the original story was, right? Exactly. That's and cool. That's the thing. Like, uh, I don't know if you listened to the last episode we did, but uh, uh, that's one of the things I brought up there was that um, I, what I the reason why I'm so iffy about most Watchmen stuff is because it was written to be self-contained and be its own thing and not be connected to everything else. Um, and so w- when I hear of like DC Comics is introducing, oh now Doctor Manhattan is part of the DC universe and yeah. Rorschach and Batman are going on adventures together, I'm like I don't care about any of that. But uh, yeah, that seems dumb to me. Well, I mean, the thing, though, is, like, you've got this amazing source material, and you've got all these great backstories and and news articles, like, ingrained in part of it and all that stuff. So, like, the same thing with Star Wars. The first Star Wars was supposed to be one and done, and then everyone was like, oh, my God. And so, like, they make more, and then there's all this fan stuff and all that. So, I mean, it just grows. If, If you have a good... I don't know, seed, it'll grow. Mm-hmm. Well, I what, guess, I, you know. what I like about the show, though, is that it doesn't, unlike like, like the movie, I'm, I'm very critical of the movie, which I, I went on about that last time, so I'm not going to go into all that again. But, uh, um, I, I, you know, the movie and then all of the, the DC stuff they've done since, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, but the show, and I was real iffy on, on, you know, on edge about it because it's, it's my favorite thing, so I'm like, I don't know. But uh, the show has done a really good job of not undoing what the comic was. So, like, the mm-hmm. show exists, and if you're a fan of the comic, the comic's still there. It doesn't change anything about what the comic was. Whereas, uh, you know, the, if, if you don't like the fact that there's a show, you can just not watch it, and everything's still fine. Right. Um, but so far, I've, I've enjoyed it because it, it, it only adds to the mythology. It doesn't take anything away from the mythology, whereas the movie really did. It changed a lot. Yeah. yeah. The movie, though, I mean... Again, not to rehash on it, but up to the last like quarter of it was pretty dead on. Sort of, sort of. It was very dead on visually, but yeah, that's mainly what I mean. But tonally, yeah. it was very different because so like in the in the sh- in the comic, the whole point was that none of these people were actually superheroes. They were yeah. just crazy people wearing suits, except for Doctor Manhattan. Um, in the the movie, the very first scene, you've got like the comedian punching through bricks with his bare hands. Yeah, that's true. You got people breaking people's bones. Well, Ozymandias like, caught a bullet. Right, yeah, well, but that happened in the comics. But that was you know dexterity. That was yeah, and he was surprised super, when he did it. Super yeah. intelligence too, like knowing exactly when, like being able to calculate and stuff like that. He but, he knew huh. he he he, he uh, expected that he could do it, but once he actually did it, he was su- just as surprised as everyone yeah. else. They speculated it earlier in the comic too. He was like, yeah, I'm probably smart enough to catch a bullet. Huh. So I think that, that tonally the movie is very different because it's, whereas like the, the, the comic was very, man, it's kind of ridiculous that these people are superheroes. The movie was like, man, it's badass that these people are superheroes. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the, kind of one of the more, it was one of those things I couldn't put my finger on until I like, you know, read some stuff yeah, and was yeah. like, that's, that's what it is because it, it just felt, it didn't feel the same. It didn't feel important. The movie felt like a movie. It was mm-hmm. a fine movie, but it didn't feel important. Whereas like what I tell people about the, the comic is it's not more than any other comic. It's true literature. It's like an actual, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's something it's, it's real like genuine art. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know I mean? Not to take anything away from comics. I love comics. But they're very campy, and even the the grittier, newer ones are still very campy and, and all that. Watchmen was a dissection of all of that. And mm. Anyway, that's that. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to get too deep. Yeah, into yeah, all yeah. That. <laughs> Let's see what else was there. Uh, so I was going to bring up uh, it. Uh, yeah. 
after the part where there was the crash in this episode, and yeah. it was like, did that nice little fade, and uh, it said, if you don't like the story, write your own. And I was wondering, does it do that in all the other episodes? Is there like a little saying? Yeah, yeah that, that's how they like, introduced the episode title. That's, okay, that's, that's the, name, the title. Yeah, of the, yeah the name of the episode. Okay, yeah. it's and, and a little fact I picked up from again my my YouTubing um, when she goes when Angela goes to pick a fight with Cal because she's mad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that line is from a, the book that Cal is reading at the ah, time, okay. which is not what not something I would have picked out. I didn't. I don't. I've never read that book. I can't remember even what the book's called or who the author is. I just remember that that fact yeah. about it. Um, but another interesting fact. Speaking of books that people are reading. On the uh, in the very first scene on the farm, um, when the wife is working the uh, egg stand, she's reading a book. That book is a book that's referenced in the supplemental uh, text in the original comic. That is written by I think his name was Michael Shea. I may be wrong about the first name, but it's Shea. I think is the last name. That is the same person who wrote the Black Freighter or Tales from the Black Freighter. Mm. So that's kind of a throwback. It's kind dude, of, you know all this bullshit. This is why I got you here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's like I said when when I when I go into something, I go in. And you know all this shit, and you're getting late. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great. Life is good. We yeah, good TV on. Fuck yeah. Ladies think I'm cool again. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's topsy turvy. <laughs> Fuck, I'm trying to. Uh, I should have taken notes during the episode. I had to. I had to take. Yeah. Some. What I else you got as written many down as I there? So, uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, I like how you said just going back to the episode title. I like how you said it's like a little jibe towards any haters out there. Like, oh, yeah, make yeah. your own fucking show. Right. It's like if you, it, what was it? What was it? Is uh, if you don't like my story, write your own. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's but, that's definitely like a because because you know that when you do like like I was talking about how I felt about Watchmen. You he had to know that when yeah. he was doing this, he's like, I'm gonna get. Oh, so there's much. always gonna be people like that. No matter what you make. But, I mean, with something like Watchmen especially, where it's like even the creator of the writer of it doesn't want his name attached to it because mm. his vision was his vision. He's like, everything else isn't, that's not, he didn't want there to be any merchandise. He didn't want there to be anything. There was actually no Watchmen merchandise until the movie came out. Um, mm. I actually have a Watchmen hoodie that I'm way too fat for uh, <laughs> now, but uh, I still have it. But, uh, um that came. I got. It, it, I got it as a gift, and it was in Hot Topic at the time when the movie was coming out. And I was like, "Cool, I got a Watchmen hoodie." And at the time, I didn't realize, like, "Oh man, if Alan Moore met me and I was wearing this, he would be so mad." <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to remember back. I remember when that movie came out and it started getting popular. There were so many people that were like, "Oh yeah, I identify with Rorschach." Blah blah. Rorschach's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's like now that I've gotten a little older and like reread it, I'm like, "No, you all were fucking Psychopaths. psychos or didn't yeah. know." You just thought he had a cool mask and outfit. That's what that was. Which he did. Yeah, he but, did. Uh, I also thought it was kind of lame because I got the first glimpse of the guys in the Rorschach masks, the seven or whatever. The, the seventh it? cavalry. Seventh cavalry. And uh, I thought it was lame that they didn't have the moving masks, and you explained it to me, obviously. And then I, I remembered I was at a Comic-Con one time, and there was a guy dressed up as Rorschach, and he had the, the yeah. like gooey Rorschach oh, mask wow. that was moving around constantly and changing. It was I, fucking I'm, cool. I've never I did seen not know that like technology that. exists. Seeing that in real life blew my mind. What mm. the closest thing I've seen to that is like they put that it's like a color change thing where the heat of the breath will cause it to like grow and expand. Mm. But it doesn't. It but it doesn't like it, it's it's pretty linear and because it only you know is that one pattern. But, yeah. But it yeah. still looks cool. It's it's a mm. really cool mask. But uh, no, I mean, it was like morphing around and stuff. It was it was insane. I'm not gonna lie i mean definitely rorschach was my favorite from the original mm. comic just because he was such he a, had a fucking cool outfit but like i don't identify with him I'm yeah not like collect i'm not hoarding like right-wing <laughs> propaganda in my house right just, despite what you guys may have heard about me <laughs> i don't have like mounds of alex jones videos and stuff hanging out and then uh but uh walking around with the end is nigh signs that's mm-hmm. just that's just you know but uh, but I did think that at the time that I was, that he was he was a super just interesting character. Whereas oh know, yeah for sure like Night Owl was kind of like sad you know mm-hmm. yeah he uh, was kind of lame. Um, so and and and, and uh, to kind of go back because you know we did we didn't the, we didn't talk a whole lot about the the last episode last time because it was so fresh and hard to unpack. But yeah. now now I've had some time to unpack it. I love that episode and I love what they've done with Lori because. 
she was kind of flat in the comic. She really mm-hmm. wasn't. She was there as kind of a voice of like, I'm going to be upset about things going on. And she kind of, you know, does, she moves the plot along in ways, but she doesn't really do much. Well, for the mm-hmm. most part, she's kind of the glue between Manhattan and the other characters. Right, right. Yeah. And she, in this one, they've really made her a really cool character. And mm-hmm. I really, uh, like, I mean, uh, like, you know, it's, as much as people want to get on, like, you know, woke culture and all that, this show has done a fantastic job of featuring, like, women in powerful roles, people of color in powerful mm-hmm. roles. And I think it's, they do it in a seamless way that doesn't seem like it's, like, shoehorning it in. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is our, you know, this is us trying to look woke. It's just, it feels natural and it feels yeah. organic. And I, th- I think that's really cool. Um, but I also, like, really think that it's, uh, you know, it, people get mad and say, oh, it's so political. Well, it's Watchmen. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. always has been. Yeah. yeah. It's just if any show was going to do that, this should be the one to do it, yeah, I think. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I looked up, by the way, about a uh, season two. And, uh, yeah, it's not been greenlit yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay if Damon Lindelof wanted to leave it. I'm okay with that. They've got so many options to do with a season two. where, And I like the idea of making each season finite. But you could do a season two that's just, uh, you could do... Like Minutemen, like they're doing. Right. I would be interested to see that area where Rorschach and Night Owl like were really just kicking ass before the Keenat kicked in. Mm-hmm. So just do a Rorschach, and I think there was a video game based on that. Yeah, show. Like, I remember that. I and that was a yeah, fairly was. decently fun video game. It was like a Xbox just download only. Did you ever see that parody thing they did for like a? It was like an intro to a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. show. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah, I would too, actually, yeah. It'd be silly, but I mean, it'd sort of be like, I mean, I I imagine it would be kind of like what the uh, American hero story is, where Mm -hmm. it's like a, you know, a dramatized, like none of this is true, but it's what the average person would assume is true Mm -hmm. about all this. And it's like, oh, man. Um, But kind of going on to that, uh, did you notice that uh, when uh, Angela goes and sits in her, um, in the bunk bed underneath her her, her, uh, adopted son, and she mentions that she's still scared, and he hands her the stuffed animal. That was a stuffed babastus. Yeah. That's what that fucking tiger thing's called, yeah. a babastus. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a lynx that was like a genetically modified yeah. uh, thing. But yeah. that, that's just a neat little... I mean, I don't think it's going to be important, but it just, it's just a neat little... Mm. like attention. That, that kind of attention to detail just gives me faith that Damon Lindelof cares about this project. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, a, a check you know, for him, yeah. and, and that... I think that it gives me faith that like I'm I've in, as much as I've invested it's going to pay itself off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, think, I, I think having it in just like like you said a contained contained bursts, if you will, for seasons, kind of like uh, True Detective style. Dude, I was just I r- literally wrote it down here, <laughs> True Detective style. But imagine season two, it's Rorschach and Night Owl, but it's basically True Detective with those two. That'd, That'd be, be cool. cool. I mean that's kind of what the uh, the before Watchmen comics did. Um, yeah, where they they which again, like I said, I wasn't super interested in that. But um, I mean, you know, I, I, if it's done right, I don't see what it could hurt. But it's just it, it's one of those things where it's like the comic I, I'm iffy about ever touching it. Whereas like the show is is its own thing, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with the show being its own thing. But like when it, when you start bringing up those comic characters back in that time in that era. That's when it starts getting a little close to home, and I'm like, ooh, those are tender spots, you know. Mm-hmm. So you got you got to do that right. Yeah, like this is going on, like I said, like thirty something years after right the book. So I mean, yeah, th- those people are gone. They're doing other stuff, or they're dead, or you know, anything. They're trapped on the moon. And it's so yeah. different, but the same at the same time. Like mm-hmm. they're not trying. I mean, you know, I-, I mentioned earlier how it-, it is kind of a mirror of of what the comic was. But it's not telling like the same story just redone, which um, I, I watched this cool thing on YouTube that came out like months ago. But it was about all these other Watchmen movies that had been in development before the Zack Snyder yeah. one got made. And there was going to be one where they it was like right after 9-11. And they were going to do that. I can sto- see why that one got shut down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they were going to do that story, but they yeah. were going to move everything forward and make it modernized. In a post nine eleven era, where instead of like being scared of the Russians, we were going to be scared of the the Middle Easterners and yeah, all of that. It was essentially going to be kind of the same thing, except it was supposed to be like documentary style. It sounded really weird, but it might have been cool. I don't know, but like it was, it was, uh, it was one of those ones. Like every, 
what's crazy is that movie has been in development hell since the comic came out. Mm -hmm. They've been trying to do a Watchmen movie forever, and everyone always comes at the project, works on it, can't get the budget they want for it, and they go, that's unfilmable, because they'll never green light the movie we want to make. And then somehow, Zack Snyder got it done, but... I mean, he he did what he did with it, which is, I mean, again, I think it's the probably the best you could do with a Watchmen movie, mm. just in the fact that you've only got the two, three hours. Yeah. Well, it's the same yeah. thing to me about, like, I have the exact same grip about the Harry Potter movies. I fucking hate the Harry Potter movies. It's like, Prisoner of Azkaban's good. Goblet of Fire's all right. Other than that, all those movies suck a sack of dicks. And, like... It's never dark enough to watch them. You have to turn your brightness up on your TV all the way. Fucking hate those movies. Love the books. Hate those fucking movies. And I cannot wait until they're remade. And I wish HBO would get a hold of it and do each book per season Game of Thrones style, which is kind of what this show is doing. It's just like if this would be one comic novel, like a graphic yeah, like novel worth of shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just keep it going. Do do a next one that's like a different era with different shit or whatever. I don't like I would be down for them even doing Hell which I know it's a touchy subject for you, but I think that's where the original novel could work is in like a eight, nine, ten episode well, TV season, but those weren't really a thing for book series right, when the true. movie came out. Well when so. when Terry Gilliam was attached to the project, he was gonna do a Watchmen movie and he have ultimately walked away because he said that I can't tell this in a movie. What I need is to do is like a, a premium channel yeah. miniseries. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't green light that yeah. because at the time, you know, no one gave like doing a comic book movie or a fantasy weird kind of movie was really like, if, if an actor did that, that was a sign their career was tanking, you know, yeah. no, nobody did those cause they wanted to. And, mm-hmm. and like everyone, every, that's why, at, you know, for the longest time, all superhero movies were kind of trash because it was just a, it, it was a paycheck. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't anything but that. Now that we've got people who grew up with this stuff and care about it and understand it, we're getting good content like that. And I think that that really, again, not to you know blow Lindelof any more than I already have, but I think it really shows that he. This is a, a labor mm. of love for him. This isn't just something that he's doing because it would look cool on a resume. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've liked all of his shit he's done since Lost. I mean, I lo- I fucking loved Lost. I remember when during the finale, me and my buddy Micah, uh, we printed off Dharma labels and put on beers. Oh yeah, and like, I gave my friend dressed up. I gave my friend a bottle of McCutcheon, which I yeah, I printed off a label and put it on a bottle of of Johnny Walker. (laughs) It was like here you go. No, I fucking loved that show, and I'm so glad that he's been able to go on and keep making mysteries because it works super well. And Carlton Cuse is doing, which was his partner on Lost, Carlton Cuse is doing Jack Ryan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I, Jack Ryan I like kicks a season. sack of dicks. It's awesome. I haven't seen the second season yet. but I, I'm re-watching the first because I started the second and I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh, does it pick up? Like, is it... Is it uh, kind it, of. I couldn't tell because I, I only watched it the one time. So right, I right. was like, I need to watch the first season again. Man. But it's good. Like, that is such a good show. It's Jim Halpert. Yeah, so Jim really... After he su- like... So, I'm going to sell you guys some goddamn paper. What's funny <laughs> is is Pam has gone on to do some other show where she's married to someone else, and I was like, that's weird. And then I saw where, like, Jim is now Jack Ryan. I'm like, that's his reaction to seeing Pam with another yep, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny in that uh, 13 Hours movie. It has Jim and Roy. Oh, wow. Like, fighting together. And I was like, well, Pam dumped them both, so they just <laughs> went to fight terrorists. <laughs> Have you seen that movie, uh, what's it called, Super, I think it is, I think it is with Dwight? Uh, I've not, but I've heard it's good. It is good. Yeah. It's like he's like a fucked up kind of superhero yeah. and like beats people with a crowbar. So uh, I, I, I don't want to like... Uh, Giant Wrench or something. Go back to Watchmen. No, bring us on back. This, on the, on the Watchmen podcast. Uh, one thing I've been keeping up with is the PDpedia. I'm finally caught up with it. It took me a little while. Yeah. But what's crazy is is it's... Uh, so what, for you, you probably need this uh, more than, than, uh, than, than I do. But it's the, um, it's the show's equivalent to those little after sections, the text supplements that okay. came at the end. And so what they've been doing is publishing these little articles that kind of fill in a oh, lot of the cool. gaps. 
And so now that there's four episodes, there's four little sections of it. Um, and the, the real one that came out of the new one that kind of explains how uh, Lori got arrested and her, her situation with Night Owl. And it's sort of like a script of her interrogation. Yeah, until you Night Owl's in prison. Yes, you, okay. learn, that, yeah. you learn that from this. Like, they don't, they don't ever bring it up. Um, but she somehow got, Lori got out of uh, serving time, uh, probably due to her government connections, because she, you know, was a government asset for a long time, being the one that's like, hey, you're the one keeping Dr. Manhattan from nuking everybody. You just keep giving it up and keeping him calm. Um, but uh, so when she got in trouble, they probably uh, did that. But, but what this uh, explains is that when she got arrested, she wasn't Silk Spectre anymore. She had adopted the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is, uh, you know, her name in the, uh, the in the show, uh, she goes by Lori Blake and not Lori Jaspezic. Mm-hmm. Um, which cool, they they actually in this Pediapedia they they break down how to pronounce that, which is Jaspezic, because um, a guy a guy the, the, the yeah the co- the cop who's interrogating her can't can't do it, and so she's like no 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 and breaks it down. I was like okay cool, <laughs> but uh, basically uh, I think she is sort of the new comedian in, in a sense, like mm-hmm. she. You know, always has a smart ass response for everybody. Um, in the last episode, the whole episode was framed around a joke that she was telling to in that phone call to Doctor Manhattan. Um, she has a very you know cynical view of everything. She obviously doesn't respect vigilantism um, because she's on the anti vigilante task force. I don't know if the new episode specifies that. No. That's her. That's where she works in the the FBI. Um, but multiple times she's like, "Oh, nice costume," you know, and. And like she's very dismissive of the whole thing. Like that when, also explains why she was so adamant about chasing the silver dude down who right. like slid into the. Well, that was Angela. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, okay. no, no. I'm talking about Lori. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lori, uh, Lori uh, was very uh, like but when they were going to Lady True's. You know, she's like, oh, you need better put your protection on, as if like whatever. Mm-hmm. She's very, very dismissive of of, of masks, and. Um, which you know was kind of the comedian. The comedian only really like wore. I mean, he wore like the domino mask. He only really started wearing like the full mask until his when his face got scarred. But mm-hmm. um, so I think the same way that Lady True is the Ozymandias of this one. She's the comedian. She's going to be the one. Although technically not like it's not her murder that we're we're working on. But what I mean is like the way that she responds to everything. But the Pedipedia. Um, says that when they got arrested, they had already been broken up. Like, they hadn't seen each other in a long time. Mm. So I think when she became the comedian, she was doing her own thing. The the way she puts it is that he wanted babies and she wanted more guns. Ah. (laughs) And so she went hardcore back in the 90s. Yeah. And then got arrested. They said, like, they basically had one last job they had to do together, and they teamed up for that. And uh, she, they both got arrested, and she worked a plea deal, and he refused to talk. And so that's why she works for the FBI now, and he's still rotten in a cell somewhere. See, recast those roles. Give us that story for season two. That'd be cool. I would uh, watch yeah. that. Yeah. Because uh, Lindelof has said that we won't see Night Owl, but, I mean, he also lies a lot. So yeah. we, we might. But No, it's a factor. I call these fuckers out. They're liars. But I think I, think I, I brought yeah. that up before. They, they have nothing. They, they don't owe us assholes anything. They can no. tell us whatever I'm the okay fuck they want. I'm okay with them being goddamn liars. Well, prize on your toes. I, I think that's what the PDPD is for. I, I, I kind of don't think we'll see Night Owl because I think they're focusing on the Angela story. Um, but I do think that uh, they're so they're giving us that to be like, okay, here's where everybody is. So mm-hmm. I do anybody listening who's like still a little iffy on some of the, the backstory details, definitely go to dig into that. If you just Google PDPD, it's the first thing that comes up. Um, it's the, the tall guy who was in the back seat. Mm-hmm. That's Petey. Okay, and he's keeping these files yeah. though, because he's obsessed with superheroes. Like they show, he he owns a copy of Rorschach's journal and all that. Well, and there's also there's this mystery ongoing that didn't really touch on here, but sort of a theory is uh, there's an in-universe TV show called Minutemen, which is like a retelling of the original well, it's, Minutemen. Mm-hmm. It's American Hero Story. Yeah, American Hero Story, and. Uh, so it features, uh, what's his name? He's got the noose around his neck. Hooded Justice. Hooded Justice, which yeah. was the first superhero in this universe. He had the red hood, red That's cape, right. yep. noose around his neck. And uh, so there's a lot of theories that this old man, Will, the old black guy, mm-hmm. that he is Hooded Justice. The age mm-hmm. matches up. 
him being an old cop, which was revealed in this episode. Right. Matt, he was an old cop and retired, retired and then young and then dropped off the radar. Yeah. Sounds like he probably became a mask. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it, I think that's one of the more like of all the theories we've talked about, it, like Cal being Dr. Manhattan, Lady True being comedian's you know daughter. Yeah. I think the the will being hooded justice is probably the most credible. I think of mm-hmm. all of them. I mean, they, they all could be true, but I think that's the one that's probably going to turn out to be the most true. Yeah. And the family that it showed mm-hmm. from the twenties that was her grandparents in this. Right. They are shown in the very first pilot or the pilot episode in the very first episode. In the opener, it's just a cold open. It opens up on the Tuscaloosa race massacre. And they're Tulsa. trying to Just wanna, yeah, Tulsa, Tulsa, yeah. not Tuscaloosa, Tulsa. And uh, so they're trying to escape this massacre. And Will, as a child, escapes with a baby. We still don't know where the fuck that baby right. is. Right. I'm wondering if that's the woman he married, because you, you, you do see in the family yeah. tree, you know who yeah. his wife is. But you don't know. I forgot about that fucking baby for a second. Right. Yeah. It's, it's that that's one of those things that they haven't they, they haven't mentioned it since is is who that yeah. baby is. Yeah. That might be the woman he grows up to marry. I don't know. Mm. Um, but we'll, I, I, some, I, I imagine we will. I don't think that baby was there as a fluke. Yeah. Everything seems pretty deliberately done in this show. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's as, uh, the word that we've been using and that I've been using since I started it, it's just so dense. There's so much. Yeah, it's thick. And like, I mean, even like from from little Easter eggs to like big, like it's hard to pick out what's just a small Easter egg and what's a clue Mm -hmm. towards what's going on in the grander scheme of things. Uh, That's like you were talking about with the horseshoe. Is it like Chekhov's horseshoe where it's going to go off later on? Or is it just a red horseshoe? Like it doesn't mean anything. At first it was just a horseshoe and now it clearly means something. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, do you guys do it. you guys want to watch the uh, preview for next week? Sure. All right. Yeah, throw Let's it see on. here. Yeah, this one's gonna be. I know it's gonna be very looking glass centric. Hey, mirror guy. I know you know it's looking glass. We can't see who they are, but we can see where they are. You find this church, maybe we find the cavalry. Hands. We know there are other dimensions than this one. But this is the dimension where we live, and we will not live in fear. Ready, Mr. Phillips? We are all in a tunnel, and every tunnel ends. It ends with light. Hi. Okay, what hi, the hi, hi, fuck? Hi. What the fuck is that? All so right. early takeaways from that that I'd read online was that he's going to infiltrate the 7th Cavalry, but I've watched that a couple times, and I don't get that. Um, I think what's happening is, is and it kind of explains what you saw in his bunker, he's obsessed with the squid fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he... Like the, one of the aspects of the Seventh Cavalry is they well they know the truth because they've read Rorschach's journal that it mm-hmm. was all staged. Um, oh, I see where you're going with this, and I'm on board, dude. But he's obviously at a meeting where everyone believes it's real. Yeah, and that's I think that's I think that's his deal is he's very obsessed with the concept. Well, he's of, obsessed with that squid, and he's the character that we're supposed to identify with. That's like no, nah, he's second guessing shit. He doesn't necessarily believe it's real. I think I think he's the 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 Rorschach of this. He's yeah. the one that's kind of like smarter than everybody, but but you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, and I think what we're you know I mean based on the fact that like his mask isn't a Rorschach mask, but it's a mirror, so you are seeing lots of movement in it. Mm-hmm. And whenever he you know talks, he pulls it up over his nose the yeah. same way Rorschach did. I think those are intentional callbacks, mm-hmm. um, and I think that. Uh, that I think ultimately the case is going to get broke by him. I don't know that it'll yeah. happen next episode, but I think we're going to learn more about who he is. Um, kind of like when Rorschach got arrested, that's how we learned who he yeah. was, yeah. who uh, uh, Walter Kozak was, mm-hmm. or yeah. Kozaks. Kovac. Or Kovac, Kovac. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um that's, that's how we learned who he was, was Rorschach getting arrested. I think we're going to, through this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to learn a lot about who he is other than just a cop who wears a mirror mask and does weird interrogations, which you'll you'll get to see that. And that's... Oh, I can't wait. That's a lot of fun. I'm excited about that next episode. Um, but also, we're I think we're going to see um, Ozymandias. I mean, he's obviously putting the suit on, and he's yep. get, putting himself in If the, that's him that crashes to Earth... You can't just crash to Earth in that suit. like. So there's another theory. I forgot to bring this up. 
uh, people think that that statue, the reason why it's old Ozymandias, is that that's actually just him in a kind of carbonite kind of thing. Ah. Um, and that that really is just him. That's not a statue. Mm. Um, I don't know about that. That might be reaching, but... Hmm. I still, it's like, if that's him crashing down, though, he's got to be in something. You can't just crash to Earth in a bison hide suit. Well, I don't know that he's trying to just leave necessarily. It's just see what's outside of it, maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe this is the first step, is him. Maybe he's got a rope attached. Because, you know, yeah. the, the first clones he sent out had ropes so he could pull them back, yeah. and they were frozen. You know, then he was just shooting the bodies off. Yeah. Or whatever. I guess to get rid of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Oh, see, I thought are, are you talking about the dude with the with the clones and all that? Yeah, the tre- yeah. with the trebuchet. Yeah. So he's he's catapulting those bodies into the sky. You mentioned before that, you know, the transition which we noted was pretty cool. Uh with the like shooting them into the clouds and then like it goes turns into the moon and, and goes you just down. See him vanish they don't like fade and away they just yeah, vanish yeah, yeah they go into the clouds and they don't come back down anywhere uh, and then in this preview for the next episode he's putting on a suit that is kind of like a diving suit looking thing well i think he's building that that'll make more sense episodes. when you get caught up okay i think he wants to fling himself to the moon for sure well i think no he's off the moon on, uh, yeah he's we, on the moon we I think, think he's think on they're the on the moon the theory yeah. the theory i'm running with is that he's on the moon and he's flinging himself off of it yes Okay. He may not know he's Which on the moon. Which sounds ridiculous, but it'll make sense when you watch it. I'll watch the first three. Yeah, I'll yeah. See. He may not know he's on the moon. So maybe he, yeah. the first step is him fleeing. He wants to make sure first it's safe. And yeah. so he's going to fling himself out to see what's what's out there. And then now that, because basically it's like, you know, he's been working on this suit that'll survive the elements yeah. beyond it. And so once I think he sees what's out of there, then maybe he'll work on the next step. Yeah. So he may not actually get off of that. Yeah, yeah. But we have we we have confirmation from Lindelof that all of these things that seem disconnected are going to converge. Mm-hmm. So we, so we by the end by the end of the show, it'll all be it'll all be in a nice neat package, and we'll get to make sense of it. When you mentioned uh, when we recorded the first one of these that apparently they've been the producers or whoever have been telling news outlets it's like wait until episode six. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, six. we got two more to go before yeah. that. They, yeah, basically, supposedly uh, they said that like before you publish any like official reviews, watch the first six episodes because you're not going to really have a good grasp of things until then. And I and I so far I can say yeah, I don't feel like I have a grasp of anything. I mean, it's all guesses. Yeah. It's all guesses at this yeah, point. Yeah, I have no idea. Hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to get caught up. No, I yeah, it's a fantastic show. Yeah, bin, it really is. Binge them when you get a moment tomorrow or, or throughout the, the next week. Uh, but then also, like well, like what I've been doing is if you just look at like you know YouTube reviews, there's the first like like the first episode came out and there was like four or five you know like we're gonna here's a review of this episode. By the time the second one came out, there was like fifty. So there's yeah. no shortage of like people saying like here's what I picked out of it. Yeah. So that's kind of like all the stuff I've been regurgitating has been stuff I've been like. This is what this person thinks. This is what this mm. person thinks. And what what's the most heartbreaking thing is when you can tell people are doing it for clicks and they didn't really watch the show. You'll run into that, uh, too. Yeah. One of my favorite YouTube channels is Emergency Awesome. Mm. I don't believe that guy's actually watching the show because mm. he mispronounces everything, and they pronounce it in the show. <laughs> yeah. When he was doing this episode four rundown, he kept saying, Lady Trio. I'm like, no one calls her that. It's true. <laughs> Everyone says Lady True. Like what are you doing? I don't. I, I. I'm sorry if somehow he hears this and he gets butt hurt. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that bugs me. Like they say that it. is irritating. They yeah. say it, they say yeah. it multiple times in the episode. It's true. That's obviously what they want it to be. <laughs> and you're just like it's Lady Trio. And every time he says like <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> and also his his guesses have been like super off every time. Like he was the main one saying like it's a mm. Groundhog Day situation with Ozymandias. I'm like I don't think so. Mm. I definitely don't think so now. No, for sure not. Like, Lady True's got him stuck on the moon in some sort of uh, vividome. Well, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, he's been there for like four years. Yeah. He says it outright. Yeah. And you see. Well, it. he went missing before that. And then. But she also, like you mentioned, she was like, oh, he is old. So she, right. yeah, she knows what's up with him. Yeah, she knows yeah. that he's still alive. She's, yeah. When she says he is old and not he was old. Yeah. You know, like, I think that I think that's important. I think that's deliberate. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was kind of aiming at an hour on this, and we've about hit it. All right. If you guys got any final thoughts you want to go out on. Um, just again, I, I love this show. Can't wait to nerd out about it some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want I want more of it, too. Yeah. I'm off next week when we record stuff, so I'm in. Sweet. Yeah. Get, get caught up. So I that way. I'm going to catch up tomorrow. I kind of like us recording after the episode a little bit. I kind of do. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. a post show. Yeah. I kind of like. So let's plan to do the same same sort of time next week, I guess. Right on. Yeah. I'm down. I'm into I'm down. it. Well. I'm what, gonna, what day does the show come out each week? Sunday. Uh, Sundays. It comes, okay, yeah. HBO loves yeah. doing that. Okay. But it's like, last time we watched it, like we were both tired and like a little drunk. And it was just like, also it's like a punch to the face. It's like, what the fuck did we right. just watch? You have to digest it. Yeah, it takes a minute, so. That's why, like, the, what yeah. I was thinking, like, like what, I, what I suggested before was we do a, uh, we do like a immediate response and then when we do the next episode, we go, okay, now. yeah. Yeah, but like, but, you we, know, even we get, could do that. But well, I mean, e- e- we could do it that way, or we could do it like you know, give it a couple days to let it, let yeah, it, you know, ruminate, and then uh, you know, soak up some theories and formulate some actual coherent thoughts. Other than yeah. just, man, that baby shit was weird, right? Because <laughs> it was, it was the first time I saw it. I was like, I don't know what to make of this. And then once, I mean, they obviously explained it, but I was like, I hope that's not just a thing that we have to wait a week to find out what's going on. <laughs> but uh. No, so far I'm 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 loving the show. I'm super enjoying the show. I think it's fantastic. The best TV I've seen in. I mean, since the boys was pretty good. The boys was yeah. So this has been the year. I was talking about this earlier with the lady I was seeing. This has been the year of like different takes on superheroes, and Mm -hmm. all of them have been really Mm -hmm. good. Uh, Umbrella Academy, I loved. The boys, I loved, and then Watchmen. Now I loved. So it's just. Give me like I mean I think people are are, are we're, we've you know we've had ten years of Marvel movies so I think people are starting to get a little bit of that over um, exposure they're getting mm-hmm. a little tired I know a lot of people who are kind of over the whole Marvel thing I'm not really but well it, it's the same thing that happened to comic books is you had Marvel and DC running the roost they hit mainstream and then you start seeing that inspiration leak yeah. down into more freelance dark stuff Wars, yeah. yeah it's the exact same shit it's just on movie scale. I'm into it, whatever it yeah, is. I dig yeah. It. Like, give me some cool shit. But anyway, I'm going to close this out here. Uh, yeah, I want to thank Dynamic Ales, Barley Mob. Go check out that episode. It's the episode right after this, even though this is 215. That will be 217, I believe. Yeah, so go check that out. Get on down to Riverside Wine Spirits this weekend. Go uh, check us out at brewchat.com. Make sure you subscribe if you're not already. Check that out. You got anything coming up, Ryan? Uh, well, my Ian, yes, it, yeah. Hey, that happens all the time. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, uh, not really. I've got well, okay. Uh, November thirtieth, I'm going to be doing a show at Barley. Uh, Charles Newby's putting on another one of his um, his uh, dark comedy shows, mm-hmm. and those are always a lot of fun because those are like the the shows where I get to kind of tell all the no no jokes you're not supposed <laughs> to tell. But it's fine because everybody has a good warning; they know what they're getting into. But uh, I, I'm going to tell a lot of jokes that are uh, very uh, risque and. Uh, make you question your own uh, worldview and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I don't. I feel like I have something else coming up in December, but I can't think of it. But we we we'll, we have more episodes. I'll I'll I'll, I'll plug it then. But right now, yeah. no, November thirtieth, barley. There's a whole. It's a big event with lots of music and stuff, and then we're just going to be one little part of it. Nice. Big River has a tapping party on the twentieth at Hamilton Place Mall. We're tapping the Yule Fuel. It's a dark winter lager. It's going to be great and high ABV. And we are going to have uh, like prizes and stuff for charity. And we've got uh, Lavender coming to play. Her name is Maria. She used to do brunch over at uh, Blue Water. She plays with us now sometimes. So we're going to have her there. She's going to be playing some great tunes. Mm. It's going to be awesome. Good time. Five, was, 5.30 to 7.30 on, I believe it's Wednesday the 20th. I know it's the 20th. I think it's a Wednesday. All right. The well. 20th is... Oops. 20th is a Wednesday. Okay. It's next 20th. Go check that out. And then, uh, yeah, Barley Mob down on uh, at Main 24 at the Wheelhouse at 1 o'clock. They'll be going 1 o'clock till whenever, I think. I don't... I think 6, 7 o'clock. I don't actually know. But, uh, yeah, that's why you should go listen to 217. They explain all that shit. So... Go check that out. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys next week talking about this shit. So, uh, yeah, catch you later. Oh.